Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. So I say now we'll transition to nutrition and then we'll take another transition into some of the mental uh, kind of components of like readiness for change and, and some of the miscellaneous pieces. But looking at nutrition, I like to keep it as simple as possible when it comes to nutrition. Ideally, we can go into blood work. We can look at nutrient panels. We can look at hormone panels. To me, that's like all you know, bonus. That's, yeah, it's down the road, bro. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's all so bonus down stuff, the road. right? The initial <laughs> thing I like to look at is being able to see What's your food log for a day, two, maybe up to three days? I personally, as much as possible, like to get at least one day during the week and one day that's representative of the weekend as well so we can get some comparison. Because let's be honest, most of us are gonna have a difference in your food choices and how your day looks during the week versus the weekend and vice versa. What about yeah, you, so hit me with that. I'm gonna, probably some people are gonna be like, oh, I don't wanna work with that guy. I have them do a seven day food log. I have people do, yeah, and you know why I do it? Because earlier, in, and this is what I found out, earlier in the week, there's more dedication earlier in the week coming off the weekend. Because people will kind of go ham on Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then in their mindset, they're like, ah, I gotta get right back on that horse. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will be really good days of clean eating. And then as the week goes on, you'll start to see things trail down. So I like to get a full seven day overview and be honest, write down everything that you're eating. So what I usually do with people that come to me and say, hey, I wanna start working with you on nutrition. What I tell every single one of my clients to do is a seven day food log and be honest, everything that you put in your mouth, I want you to write down on a piece of paper and the time that you, you, know, you ate it. And I also have them do two things. I have them drink half of their body weight in ounces in water. And if they can't show me that commitment that they can do that, I usually won't work with them. And the second thing is I will have them make sure that they do not eat anything two hours before they go to bed. If they can show me that they can drink the proper amounts of water and make that step to not eat anything two hours before they go to bed and write everything down for a week, I know that they're committed into starting their journey. If they can't even do those three simple things that I asked them to do for the week, chances are I'm not gonna work with them. So I think that's actually a great way to piggyback a combination of the nutrition assessment in addition to like readiness for change that I like to even look at from the miscellaneous side of notes or the mental preparedness side of things. And to your point with the food log, being able to say like, hey, if you, and that's why I try and keep it as simple as possible where like, if you don't wanna measure and weigh out all your food, we can, we can even take pictures and send them in, but at least have that awareness to it. Now, what I will say also in that vein is I do think it's helpful for everyone to at least measure their food at one point in their journey right. to understand 
what does a cup of something look like? What does a tablespoon of something look like? What does all the servings look like? And that's why we, even in our systems, using the hand as a reference guide. Also, don't mind this random clicker I have. It's just a helpful fidget tool that I like to play with. Um, but being able to say, hey, I have my hand everywhere I go. So when I go to a restaurant, we've talked about eating out in the past, how we approach that to going to a friend's anywhere. You don't have to bust out a measuring cup. Say, all right, cool. My cup's hand is roughly about a cup. My palm is roughly about three ounces, et cetera, et cetera. Being able to use those tools can be really helpful, but also to your point, like even with what you're saying, Chuck, it's like, let's see what's realistically a cup and what that looks like. And then I like that idea of letting people kind of filter themselves at it. Listen, if you can't stay disciplined enough to just like drink half your body in water or being able to not eat an hour to two hours before bed, there may be some other things that we have to figure out before you may not even be ready for this. And that leads me into yeah. the third thing to look at is that readiness for change and the questions that you like there. What jumps out to me, readiness for change is I always like to ask, why are you looking to work with a coach? That's like my most right. popular question. Like, why are you even here in the first place? And depending on what that answer is to me, gives a lot of insight into that readiness for change. Yeah. Like one of my biggest questions is, you know, what's the biggest change you want to see? in your lifestyle or your body. Um, you know, a lot of people are uncomfortable. I can tell you right now that when I first started like working with you guys, again, you know, when I was in the kid, when I was a kid in, in my twenties and everything, I was a pitcher of health. And then I got into, I was slow, you know, and then I got into my career and everything and I blew up. I was, I was not as cognizant in my nutrition and my workouts, everything I fell into the, to the, to the mindset of, I was a power lifter and I was, I was, powerlifting and I was working out every single day so I could eat whatever I wanted and I had that mindset for a very long time and even though I was big and swollen I had a very heavy body fat percentage on me you know I'd be like oh I just had a killer two and a half hour workout in the gym lifting everything let's go to fast food and eat fast food before I had to go to work you know and it, it really took a long time for me to kind of figure out what I wanted as change and honestly the the, the trigger was when I was bending over and I was tying my shoes, I got winded and I was like, God damn, I need to make a change. I need to make a big time change. And I didn't feel comfortable doing that. So that's when I reached out for help and found you and everybody else that I surrounded myself with. And, you know, I was that one, Ferris probably gonna put it up even though I shouldn't. You know, that picture that you're gonna probably see, that's me at 41, um, 41 or 42. Uh, and I was 13% body fat uh, on that vacation. Um, you know, and that's again, not going, and I don't train as heavy as I used to train anymore. I'll go in the gym for an hour. Now my key focus is nutrition. Training is a big component of it, but the nutrition side is just so much more of a component into becoming a, a healthier person. And to that point, so now let's take a step back. We looked at what we're looking for from a nutritional side when we do work with a client. Now I want to give you guys the why and the what we take away and how we kind of make changes there. So based on what we see in that food log, what I like to do is first understand the what or the why we're doing that is to see choices that are being made. Look at the low hanging fruit, because what I find helpful about when people take pictures and send it, A, if they're doing it in real time, which I tell everyone to do as much as possible, you get a time log of when they're eating. Of, of even when they're drinking, what's going into their body throughout the day. So we can then see, hey, you told me you went to bed at 10 o'clock last night. Your last picture was at 8.45 and it was of linguine carbonara. I'm, I'm just gonna make something really heavy and dense and like not the best choice. So that could be the reason why we're four pounds heavier this morning. And that's just like, again, a made up number here, but it's very realistic. And 
to say that that's why we're looking at those things. Now, what, what do we do about it? To me, what I like to do is look at one habit at a time that we can change. That's the low hanging fruit. So for example, if I see you're not really eating throughout the day and then all of a sudden one massive meal at the end of the day, that's like low hanging fruit. We're going to try and change right off the bat. So that's the takeaway that I would empower you guys to do. If you're going to log your food, look at some of the behavior patterns that you're making and make one change with it. So with all that being said time, I'm curious to hear what you think. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100% on that. We don't want to force so much change on somebody that they're going to, again, be defeated. It's the same mentality with training as it is with nutrition. You don't want to overwork somebody in a training platform to make them not want to come back. And the same side as the nutrition platform, you don't want to overload a person who's so used to this, this method and this lifestyle that they've lived. You don't want to overload them with so much change that they get defeated. So I usually pick one to two things to have them work on. And again, that that first week when I'm doing that assessment, my one to two things is drink plenty of water and don't eat anything two hours before you go to bed. Once I see that food log, I'm going to look at what they're eating throughout the course of the week. And we're going to pick probably one to two things we could possibly change. Uh, not naming names, but the last client I was looking at, we, the first thing I had them change is their breakfast. Every single morning, they started their morning with a muffin and a coffee. And we looked at what the muffin was and what was in the coffee. And we made minor changes to that. You know, we want to add a protein. You know, it's great that you're having something in the morning to eat if you're not doing intermittent fasting because intermittent fasting is not for everybody. So we want to add a protein rather than having all those heavy, dense carbs in the morning and looking at their coffee, if they're putting sugar and milk in their coffee, changing that up a little bit to be some healthier options. So minor changes all throughout, you know, again, all throughout the program, but week by week, we'll add changes onto it and not overload them at the beginning. Bingo. And that's, so now the question might be, what other changes should I be looking for? That's where, again, in my opinion, the professional dynamic of it comes into play. There's no necessarily easy answer. What we've done though, we've created a checklist, like our nutrition guidelines that even are a part of our 28 day nutrition course. You can even go to the blog and we dive into that a little bit in, in different topics. But that's where I think, again, making that investment, whether it's doing the course or just going back into our, our blogs and prior content with that information there, do some of the research there, understand some of the guidelines and checklists and behaviors that you want to have happen. And that's the big takeaway for you guys is once you see, oh, wow, I'm eating like 20 minutes before bed. And I don't eat after four hours of waking up or whatever. Look at those behaviors and then starting to come up with a plan with that. So that's that piece of it. The last thing that I want to bring it home with, because again, this was probably already a part two or because we are like, we're trying to be helpful with you guys, keeping that about 15 minutes so we don't overload everybody. The part, the third part is the, the readiness for change. And we've kind of already alluded to that with the nutrition and seeing how we make those dynamics and changes. Again, with why I like to hear, why are you working with a coach to understand are you looking for like a magic fix? What's your mindset? Like, do you know that you're going to have to make change or do you want to just go in saying, Hey, well, I'm going to do this for two months. And then after that, I'm going to go back to, and we even talked about this Chuck with like uh, gastric bypass or like a, a, even an extreme example of change. You have to make behavior change as well. Even if you physically changed your body and had those kind of uh, surgeries and any kind of actual physical change, if you don't, the behavior is going to catch back up. And that to me is a bigger thing I look for as the miscellaneous or the mental or the readiness for change component, because we could do the training, we can have the plan, we can make nutrition change. But if it's not something you're going to keep up with six months from now, we're just setting you up for failure. You're setting yourself up for failure. 
Yeah, and, and it's about being honest with yourself and with your coach as well. It's great that you you know, you know sought out a coach and you found a coach and, and you're working with a coach, but if you're not going to be honest with yourself about making the change and you're not going to be honest with your coach about what's happening while they're working with you, you're not going to see those goals come to fruition. You know, and you're going to get frustrated at yourself and you're going to get frustrated at your coach. Chances are you're probably going to blame the coach that you haven't seen the changes because you're paying the coach to do something, but you're just not making that ultimate sacrifice and change within yourself to attain those goals. So what I like to do with with clients is make sure you know, I could talk just by talking to somebody. I can see if they're ready to make that change, um, you know, good judge of character, whatever. I can read people really well. But um, you have to be honest with yourself about wanting to make the changes. And I'll be honest, it's hard. It's you, you, If you've been doing and living life this certain way for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, you're used to a certain way of going about it. And if you wanna, you wanna see difference in how you're living or how your body is, it's gonna take time, effort, and change, and work. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna take a lot of work. 100%, so that's like, I think that's the piece that I, I think would be helpful is the last thing I want to leave everybody with. I'm curious to hear your thoughts too. If there's like one kind of question you have to ask yourself. So we did the training piece. You know what to look for from maybe some assessments. If you can do this on your own or what we like to look for and why. Nutritional side, again, same thing. Now, even before you do that, I think this is why that initial call and consult we do is so important and helps set us up for sex. Because we've had to like say, hey, this may not be a good fit for you. We've had to turn down clients or just redirect them and saying, hey, I know you want this. This may be what's best. So the question I ask you to ask yourself is, again, why do you want to work with a coach? And to, to Chug's vein of like, can you be brutally on, or at least honest with yourself there? And it's, and the, the last piece is like not jumping on the yes train. This is something I see with clients all the time. Like in the moment when I'm talking to a client, they can say, yeah, that sounds good. I want to do that. And, and like, I, you know, I, I call clients out on it because I think it's important to know because I do it myself and saying, yes, 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 yes. And then when it comes down to actually implement, you're like, oh, I don't actually really want to do that. Or I just said yes, because I was in the moment and it sounded good, but I don't want to. So make sure you're also not jumping on the yes train. And if you do jump on the S train, you got to make sure you can stay on that bad boy to actually see through your actions. So those are my kind of like the questions to ask yourself and what you can do about it. I kind of want to let kick it to you, Chuck, just to finish if there's, and honestly, I think it was a great point for conversation for yourself, but let's say someone's not a good judge of character and they like, they have to do it and ask themselves that question. Like what's a question you would encourage them to ask? Yeah, I would just say just throughout the course of the day, just be mindful, like stop and ask yourself, is, is what I'm putting in my body. When you go to eat something, ask yourself, is, is what I'm putting in my body fuel for my body or just satisfaction to make my hunger go away and the yummy food that I wanna eat? So just be mindful of, hey, am I doing anything active to make a change in my lifestyle? Am I eating the right foods to make a change for my body? Be mindful. So before you stop and, and, and have that meal, or before you go to get home from work and just jump on the couch and throw the TV on, stop and ask yourself the question of mindfulness. Am I doing something positive for my health and nutrition? Boom. All right. So I, I want to leave it on that, but I want to add another analogy for those that are like, um, 
may just have a, a better or a different response that like like what if you're a visual person versus an audio or whatever whatever variation so the point of this is i want you to imagine two jars i got this from like a lecture recently i thought it'd be kind of interesting and i'm just excited to finally share that and shared it so it's like when you get a new toy you want to play with it um this is that new piece of information i'm able to like sharing content so you have two jars right the jar of reaching your goals is on one side. The jar of deteriorating your health is the other side. And there's like, it's kind of extreme. And I don't like to have all or nothing thinking or this binary thought process, but this is in this situation, I think it's helpful. Every choice you make is either putting a, a bead or a coin or whatever item in the feeding your health, or it's putting a choice in a feeding your unhealth. And it's literally that. It's like if you get home from work and you sit on the couch and you don't eat and then you order fast food or you heat up something in the microwave and it's not a part of your plan, you're putting a, a, a bead in the unhealthy jar. So you can, and one unhealthy bead jar doesn't mean that you're now all of a sudden unhealthy. And one healthy bead doesn't now all of a sudden mean you're gonna hit your weight goal, right? So think about that. One choice doesn't justify you should be two pounds lighter in a day. One choice also doesn't mean you gain five pounds in a day either. There's multiple accumulative choices. So that's just the last thing I want you guys to kind of ask yourself and think of is like, that's how to look at it. So, and I think that's a great way to capture it, Chuck. So I appreciate that setting me up to be able to drop that kind of analogy because I think it was a good fit there, but. That was, that was my goal, Mike. I wanted to make sure that you got that analogy in there. I could feel it. And that's why I was like, all right, I'm gonna take advantage of this. Thanks for the setup, Chuck. So with all that being yeah. said, guys, take action from the training to the nutrition, but more importantly, ask yourself those questions that you're ready for change, that you can sustain it. And if not, that's okay too. But then don't start worrying about all this other change. Start with the little things that Chuck kind of talked about that we've talked about that you can build over time. And when in doubt, again, we have our, you have our information below. Feel free to reach out. And if you guys maybe don't necessarily want to just jump on a call or anything, I'm happy if you guys want to record yourselves doing an overhead squat or anything like that, send it to us, share it. We're happy to give insight where we can. And maybe you'd be surprised with what can come from it and what you might gain from it. So that's what I kind of want to leave you guys with being able to take action and providing value. Again, you have our resources below. Check out the courses that we got. Chuck's got the eight weeks to shred. It's just on point. I'm so excited to have it ready for when we're fully launching it with everything that we want. Our booty builder series that we have a fun one that's coming together. Our 28 day nutrition course is constantly tightening up and all of our coaching services in between. So I'm going to stop talking here. Chuck, I leave it to you and then everybody enjoy your week. Yeah, just I'm just going to challenge everybody to do what I said in the podcast here. Just take a stop for a second and be mindful and ask yourself at some point in time throughout the course of the week. I'm not asking you to do it every single day. Just stop and say and be mindful to say, am I, what am I doing right now that's going to benefit my health? going forward in the future. Other than that, stay safe, stay safe, everybody. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. Oh, Mike's flexing. I was taking my eyeglasses off. I had to flex, dude. <laughs> All right, I'll flex for you. <laughs>so i just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching listening consuming that episode if you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already please like uh please comment if you haven't reviewed please leave a review if you haven't followed or subscribed please do that as well again it tremendously helps us out and then just a quick reminder if you guys want more resources we have them below we have our programs everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter so if you haven't signed up for that do so below it's free and that is it y'all see you on the next one